we are recording. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. Good morning, everybody. It's Cooper. Um, I, I'm so excited to connect with you guys. Like I like to every single Monday. Um, I love to connect with you because I love to help kind of rally the troops and kind of all get together and, and put our heads together prior to kicking off the week, prior to the week almost getting in our way, so to speak. I like to come out of the gates with a plan. I like to come out of, of course, I have like a, a fake eyelash that's poking me right in my eye, right as we're going live. That's not fun, but this is live video. Anyway. <laughs> All right, my friends. So for those of you that are connecting with me for the first time, hi, how are you? This is Jen Cooper. I'm so excited to connect. Um, I have been in the sales profession for almost two decades now, two decades of high levels of success in sales. Uh, many, Most of those years, I, I've been a six-figure or more earner. Um, and now I'm building businesses in the online space in the wonderful world of network marketing. Um, do I have network marketers tuning into this? Um, are you in network marketing? Is that how you found me or we have connected? Um, if that is the case, friends, I, I, I say hello. I'm so happy to meet you. Um, and I also want to invite you to share this with your teammates, anybody that you know on your team, people that you are building alongside with, maybe they are working with you building in your small business, whatever you are doing right now in business, you know, some, nobody builds to the top alone. Nobody, I always hate that, uh, that expression, uh, uh, a man-made millionaire or self-made millionaire. I'm sorry, friends. Anybody that has made millions did not do it on their own. Um, so I want you to think about the people that you sincerely want to help become better in sales, more skilled in sales. And why? Because if you don't know, I don't care how passionate you are about your product, your service, your opportunity, whatever it is you are sharing in the marketplace, if you don't know how to successfully close business, it's going to be a really hard road. It's going to be a really hard road. So I want to help you, friends. I want to help you navigate a successful sales cycle uh, more efficiently, where you're not feeling like you're pushing people, where you're not feeling all awkward and weird and spammy and, and almost like a used car salesman. I don't want you feeling any of those things. And if you tune into my broadcast enough, you're going to start to realize okay, I can actually be a human and be really successful just being me. Amplify. I can be successful in business. Would y'all want that? Ask yourselves if you want that because I, I want that for you. <laughs> I don't want you feeling weird and awkward. And honestly, I think that's why a lot of people show up and don't close business because they're weird and awkward. Let's not, I mean, well, I shouldn't say that. Being weird and awkward definitely has its benefits, friends. Let's face it, okay? Uh, you can have that it factor, right? That authenticity that nobody else has. But when it comes to sales, I wanna help you go back to what it really is all about. And, and, and please let me know if you agree with this. Shout it back to me. All sales is, is helping other people get what they want. And that's all sales is, okay? Let's bring it back to that. And I wanna paint a little picture for you. 
first off, if you're thinking, wow, like that must be, that must be great to be confident in, in your ability to sell and have belief in yourself when you're, when you're in a sales cycle, friends, I did not always feel that way. I was the underdog. I was the one that was put on a, a plan, a PIP, if you will, a performance improvement plan in my job, in the medical sales arena, I was put on a pip because they had lost hope in me. <laughs> Nobody was clapping for me. I was dead last. I was pulling down the rest of the ranks of the district. I was not the person that they thought was going to be able to come back from it. I was not. The, they wanted to cut their dead weight, to cut their anchors. And you know what? In looking back, I don't blame them. That's what happens. That is the world of sales. If you cannot sustain it, the, the, you eventually will fall off. You eventually will quit on yourselves or you don't have a job. If you are in the sales profession, they'll fire you. That's where I was. I was the person they were going to fire. And you know what? I realized one very important thing that I want to share with you today. All people care about your prospects the people you're having conversations with your team if you're building a team all people care about is the with them does anybody know what that stands for all people care about is the with them what's in it for me what's in it for me and the reason i feel so many people are having a really awkward time navigating their sales is because they're not focused on what's in it. They're not focused on that other person. They're focused on what's in it for them. They're focused on their next rank. They're focused on only closing their next deal, their next transaction. That's what they're focused on. They're focused on what they look like, what they sound like. Will they seem weird? Oh my gosh, what are people going to say about me? Guess what, friends? People are going to talk about you. They're going to judge you. They're going to pull you down no matter what, okay? So you might as well do a hell of a job while they're doing it, okay? They're going to do it anyway. You might as well do a hell of a job at your job while they are going to do it anyway, okay? So many people, especially in the network marketing profession, really concerned about what other people think of them, concerned about the judgment, concerned about the criticism. Guess what, friends? People that are not chasing their own dreams are highly unlikely to encourage you to chase yours. So, Stop expecting them to. <laughs> I, we, I mean, can we really ask ourselves, should we really be surprised? Should we really be held down for long, pulled back in the bucket by those people if we know they're not going to encourage us to chase our dreams anyway, because they're not even chasing their own my friends, this is a time where we have to learn to bless, bless and release. So with that being said, when we are going out to do our job, and I know people are like, oh, I'm sharing, I'm sharing. No, no, no. You're selling, friends. Can you embrace that right now, please? I want you to embrace that whatever it is you are selling and you have chosen to put your name behind, okay, you got to be excited 
you got to be thinking about what it is you're bringing to the table. And I want you to think about the specific nuances about your product, your service, or opportunity that can significantly be an answer to somebody else's problems. And your job is to literally go out there every day, provide value, value services in your job, and be keeping in mind that they are only thinking one thing in your audience. All they are thinking is what's in it for me. I want to share with you a little story if I can. This past week to illustrate this picture, um, this past weekend, <laughs> my what I have I have four kids under the age of seven. Uh, the youngest is five months, and I've got twin seven-year-old boys uh, and a four-year-old spunky, feisty little girl. Um, it is just as crazy <laughs> and chaotic as you can imagine in my home, but. What happened this weekend, what do you guys ever, you know, when kids um, and cats, cats are the same way with cardboard boxes, we call them cat traps, right? Because every time there's a, if you have a cat, you know that if you have a cardboard box, a cat is jumping into it, right? Or trying to squeeze into it. Same with kids. Anytime you've got a big box, kids always want to, like they use their imagination and they turn it into something. They turn it into a spaceship. They turn it into a race car. Well, in this, this, this weekend circumstance, one of my twins, Mason, I hear him cutting and he's like, like huffing and puffing because he's, he's putting so much, like he's putting so much muscle into, into his project with his cardboard, his big cardboard box. I go in there. I say, buddy, what are you working on? And he goes, he goes, mom. I'm building a stand to sell stuff, <laughs> right? My kid, Apple doesn't fall far from the tree. And I, and I, and I say, cool, man, what are you selling? And he's like, uh, I don't know. And I said, okay, well, what do you think, what do you think you should sell? And he said, carrots, I'm going to sell carrots. And I said, hmm, okay. <laughs> who are you selling to Mason who are you selling carrots to and he goes um he's thinking right his wheels are turning he's thinking about it uh kids oh okay and I'm thinking in my head well it's gonna be a tough sell Mason it's gonna be a tough sell I know how I am trying to get my kids to eat vegetables right and I said all right buddy so carrots to, to kids uh why kids and he goes, well, they need to eat their carrots. And I said, okay, why? I'm peeling back layers, friends, and I'm doing this on purpose. Why do they need to eat carrots? Well, they should be eating their vegetables, he says. And I want to be like, dude, pot, calling, kettle, black. Come on. He barely eats his vegetables. But I digress. I'm still walking through the process with him. And I'm like, I'm like, okay, so they need to eat their vegetables. Why do they need to do that? And Mason's like, well, mom, it makes them healthy and, and they're good for them. I said, okay, why? What I am doing here, my friends, is I'm uncovering the WIFM. I'm covering, if I'm, a pro, if I'm one of those kids, what's in it for me? What's in it for me? 
if I'm buying these carrots from a kid's vegetable stand, right? That he insists that that's what he needs to sell. That's what I'm doing here. Stay with me. I'll tie it all back together before we end. So I said, why do, why do they need to eat them? Oh, they're good for them. Why are they good for them? What do they do for them? Because just saying that they're good for you is equivalent to you making a pitch on social media or on LinkedIn or whatever, bulleting some features of your products. That's all it is. When you say, well, it's good for them. That's like saying it's got this in it. And it's, you know, it's from the magical depths of the Amazon rainforest. And it's got, you know, B12. And it's like the most gentle, you know, gentle lotion, potion, whatever magical thing for your skin. It's literally, it's the same. Him saying, well, it's good for them. It's the same as you bulleting your product points. Stop that right now, friends. If you want to grow your sales, stop bulleting and pitching your posts and your graphics and your images, bulleting features and your features of your product. That's not what's going to sell your product. I promise you that. Okay. So then I take it one step further. I say, okay, it's good for them. Why is it good for them? Like what, what's, what is the big deal? And Mason goes, Mason goes, well, they get and whether or not he believes this or he's just regurgitating what I've told him, I don't know. It, that, that doesn't even matter, but I'm making him think about it, right? He goes, well, it gives them energy and, and, it, and it's going to make them feel good if they eat carrots. It's good for their eyes. Okay, there we go again on a feature, right? Good for your eyes. And then I keep digging. I said, all right, Mace. All right, all right. I, I hear you. What happens when they have more energy and they feel good, buddy? What happens? What's going to, what, what happens then? And he goes, well, they can play more and they're going to be happier. Do you see what I did there with him, friends? And I got thinking about it. I'm like, that's actually what I walked my son through is very much what I am thinking all day, every single day. What is in, when I'm thinking about the people that I would like to do business with or people that I'm in the process of doing business with, I'm constantly asking myself what, uh, from their perspective, all they care about is the WIFM. All they care about is what's in it for me. It's my job to be thinking of what really is in it for them. What's really in it for them at the heart of it. And when you keep peeling back those layers, my friends, when you get down to the, it makes them happier and they can play more if they eat these carrots, that's my friends, that right there is the nugget. That right there is what you need to build all of your messaging around. So whatever it is that you're offering, You've got to boil it way down. If you are bulleting your features of your product, you're probably not closing very many sales. But if you are telling stories, sharing points, sharing feedback, screenshots, testimonials, things that can help people feel happier so that they can play more or whatever it is that your magical products do your magical opportunity does. 
Why does it address what's in it for them? Whatever that is at the base of it, that's what you build everything else off of, okay? Now, guys, I really feel at the end of the day, if you're able to take your product, your service, your opportunity, take those things and answer those questions that I asked my son, answer those questions, you will be able to close more business, hands down. Why? Because one, you're also dictating the conversation. I am in charge of the conversations that I'm having around uh, the sales conversations I'm having. I do not leave them in the, in the court of other, the ball in their court. I navigate the conversation because I am focused on helping them get what they want at the end of the day. Okay. All they care about is what's in it for them. It's my job to ask them the right questions. Do you feel like you ask people the right questions, my friends? Are you feeling like you're a good asker master? That's what I call them. That's what I call them, an asker master. Do you feel like you're a good asker master? Because those people that know how to ask those right questions to one, drive the conversation and two, really uncover what's important to that person then you're going to be able to answer the questions of what's in it for them. What is in it for them? You're going to answer those questions because that's all they care about. Do you know what I also do? Here's some other secret sauce. I ask permission, permission. Before sharing more information with them, I ask them permission to do so. Even if they're the ones that came to me. Man, Stephanie, I hear you. Um, you know, my my brain is is my brain is turning with some really awesome solutions based on what you shared with me. Is that cool? If I kind of if I connect you with something that I think is going to answer a lot of those things you just shared with me, is that okay? Is that cool with you? I ask permission. Is anybody guilty? <laughs> and I say this because I am probably the guiltiest of them all. Anybody guilty of dumping too much information on your prospects, whether they came to you or, or, or you go to them and they said, sure, I'll take a look. And then you dumped information on them, or maybe you tagged them in too many posts, too many videos. You just kind of, or maybe you, you sent this written message where they have to like thumb through and scroll through because it's so long because you were info dumping on them. Is anybody guilty of that? Because I sure know that I was definitely guilty of that. Um, I, I, I have to tell you, friends, when you become a master, at, an asker master, you're also asking permission to move forward in the conversation. It's courteous. People appreciate it. People, it's, it's just a, it's a common courtesy when you are navigating sales. And I'm telling you, it's going to pull down walls of the people that you're having conversations with. You're going to get ghosted less. You're going to get ignored less because they are feeling that you truly 
are focused on what's in it for them. Guys, I hope that this was helpful. And I will tell you this, I actually have a free sales training that, that kind of navigates a little more of this. Um, I'd love to help you get in touch with it. If you guys, could somebody drop this, please? It's gift, like a present, gift.closingwithcoop.com. I want you, I invite you to take a peek at that training that's going to help you with some little nuggets to navigate a successful sales cycle better. I want you to include your teammates on this as well. Share that link with them so that they can have access to that free gift as well. If it's a free sales training, some of my golden nuggets, it's really condensed. Guys, I boiled down the stuff that I... I mean, the years that I failed and failed and failed and fell on my face and was told no, got my teeth kicked in, didn't do it right, rubbed people the wrong way, got told no, failed again, had to rebuild again, failed again, then I succeeded, then I was on another level, then I flunked again. You guys, I have failed my way into sharing with you the winning tactics to be able to succeed more in sales. And I want to share it with you. Um, so again, that free sales training, if you want to check it out, gift.closingwithcoop.com. Um, I'm excited to share that with you. And even more importantly, I'm excited to get your feedback on it and see here what part you liked best. All right, my friends, happy Monday to you. I hope that this was helpful and I cannot wait to hear how you guys are crushing this week. Let's get at it, huh?